So, do you want to do an end of year roundup uh, podcast thing? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> cool. <sighs> Who's this now? No, it's not someone. Snow um, is falling all around me. Yes, Merry Christmas, um, everyone. Uh, so yeah, there's nothing out. It's Christmas, um, and we haven't done a podcast for a while because you say there's nothing it's Christmas. out, but of course my naked body is out. Of course, because um, we're doing a I podcast. Mean, I don't mention that anymore because it's every week, isn't it? So, yeah. Well, that's every week. Every whenever we do a podcast. But for the lack of something being out, I, I suppose am. you are out. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah. So we've we've put together a list of our. Uh, joint albums of the year, as in shop albums of the year and yeah. uh, reissues of the year. Yeah. And even though we've banged on about them for ages, we just thought we we'll do like a roundup show. And like normally, a like oh, could do, could do mm. like a rundown. Um, usually, if you see these things on TV, they've got loads of guests and like talking heads and that kind of thing. Yeah. Where people contribute with their favourite stuff. And for the first time in the series, you haven't got any guests. It's fine. They've all been rubbish anyway. I suppose they've all been a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, just come on here. Like, come on here. Taking all of our... Talking glory. over me. Um, taking our glory. That's not only me, to be fair. That's you as well. Um, only joking. So, our guests have been lovely um, this year. Thank. Like, can um, I just say a big thank you to all our guests? That actually, was a joke. Actually, that's been wildly entertaining. I'm quite yeah. liking having the thank, guests. Thank you, good. guests. But we need to get this out before Christmas, and yeah. we just haven't invited anybody in. No, that's fine. They're all busy all doing shopping and stuff. Madonna couldn't do it. Um, Paul Weller said he wouldn't do it unless after, well, we bought listened, him a pint or he something. He listened to the podcast about Paul saying he smelled the leather and he wasn't happy about that. So. Oh, yeah, that upset him. Um, Ray Davis won't do it. No, Dave Davis won't do it. Dave Davis won't do well, it. He wouldn't do it for Ray. Did we ask him separately? We asked him separately and it, it got a little okay, bit right. confusing. The Knopfler brothers wouldn't do it either. No, Peter Gabriel was going to do it, but we had to do it on, I don't know, some sort of recyclable plywood. Yeah, or we something. Didn't have, we and just we, said that, mate. Phone. I couldn't work out how to record on it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's just us. Yeah. Um, so so I do like a chart rundown y type theme tune thing. Just make it Number 15 in Diverse Finals Albums of the Year DJ Yoda Home Cooking. Very popular at the moment as he's been Baby Yoda. In The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Very popular character at the moment. And he had an album out. I don't know what you're talking about. No. no. Okay. Okay. DJ Yoda. Yes. Lovely. I know DJ Yoda. Do you? Yeah. Nice bloke. Every time DJ Yoda plays somewhere, uh, the only thing he wants on a rider is... um, Lightsaber. American lightsaber, yeah. An American cereal. Oh, really? And we played with him uh, once. One of the times we played with him was in Bristol in the Thekla. Yeah. And greedy boys in the GLC, I won't mention names, Killer Tomato and Misty, came in and ate them all. Oh, <laughs> and he was very annoyed. Oh, no, I don't blame him. That's the only thing he oh, wants. God. We have loads of beer and yeah. sandwiches and stuff. And, he'd, and uh, you'd, you'd eaten his cereal. Misty came in, mmm, Misty Munch. And ate the lot. Oh, dear. Sorry, Yoda. It was Misty. <laughs> Number 14. <laughs> Gospel Beach, let it burn. Don't know, you know anything, anything about, about it. This, do you? No, no, they're like a sort of mystic. They're a bit too country for you, but they're not really. They're sort of mystical country folk. Um, uh, I think me and Paul both had it. Paul's got it quite high up in his. Um, I had it slightly lower down, but high enough to make out joint diverse thing. Yeah, um, I put them on in the pub about I don't know a year and a half ago, and couldn't go to the gig because I was on holiday, oh. mm. which I was gutted by. Um, and Neil Cassell uh, played guitar with them, and he sadly died this year, which was uh, oh. which is rubbish. 
That's this rubbish. And not very Christmassy. No, not very Christmassy. Number thirteen, the rails. Da, 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 da. Sorry, I would do the tune first, and then you do. The rails. Thirteen rails, cancel the sun. Yeah, uh, quite this, nice. Uh, yeah, you quite like. I quite this. like yeah, this. It's, it's all right. Yeah. It's, um, didn't make it into my top fifty, but I, I thought it was all right. This. Well, we listen to a lot of albums. It's got to be. Yeah, there's a lot. Hike. Um, James Walburn and oh my god, I forgot the name. Uh, Richard and Thompson's daughter. What's her first name? Barry. Oh, it's just Barry. That'll do. Um, uh, made an album, and it sounds a lot like Richard and Linda Thompson. To yeah, be it's honest, nice. um, it's. Lots of songs that sound familiar the first time you listen to it, which mm, is um, quite poppy. Yeah, it is. So poppy folk, very good. Pop Again, folk. very high up on on Paul's, somewhere on mine, not on Graham's. I know. Just say DJ Yoda is a very good summery album with lots of nice, gentle, sort of laid back, chilled out hip hop. Okay. So that just we didn't describe what it was. I just said about the serial. I suppose. Yeah. Number twelve, Jay Robbins, Unbecoming. All right. No, did I like this? No, is this not the country album that went on for four hours, is it? No, oh, that right. was Ryan Bingham. Right, didn't like that. Uh, That's no, the worst Jay album Robbins of the year, is, that is. Uh, sort of emo hero. He's a oh, yes, this was all right. uh, guy who used to be in Jawbox and uh, Burning Airlines and uh, a million other bands, and he's produced a million of bands, and this is his first proper solo album. It's great. It was all right. <laughs> Paul liked this one. Paul liked this one. No. Music. I, it was uh, good. It was no, high it was up good. in mine. Very high up in Paul's. Nine grams. I sound like I'm putting the... I don't know, I'm like the flying oh, ointment, all, don't all I? All yours are at the top. Uh, do you want a little countdown music? Number 11, Danny Brown. You know what I'm saying. Well, this was very almost my album of the year. Yeah? This was very close to being my album of the year. Why wasn't it? It probably came out too late in the year and I hadn't spent an, as enough time yeah, with it. Yeah, it's relatively low down mine for exactly the same reason yeah. I haven't listened to it enough. I probably have... It's certainly my favourite album of the second half of the year. Okay. Um, I haven't stopped playing it. It's a great hip-hop album. It's lots of fun. Lots of three-minute fun hip-hop pop tunes. I haven't actually bought it yet, so I haven't listened to it in the house and we haven't played it much here, weirdly. Yeah, I don't know why. I play it every day when I go home. Okay. I literally listen to this album every day. I don't really get to do that. You have a yeah. different um, home culture to me, I think. Yeah, I get home, take my trousers off, yeah. get upstairs. If they're on. Yeah. If they're on, if I remember to put them back yeah. on. Um, and then uh, just get my whatever I feel like. And normally at the moment... What, what does Leanne like do that. at this point? What's she doing when you're listening to records? <sighs> I don't know, really. I think she goes out. <laughs> me and just Eric listen to me and my dog Eric listen to music together. Okay. And he rolls on his back when I put Danny Brown on and shows me his willy. So he likes he likes Danny Brown. Maybe if I get a cat, I can listen to music with it. Yeah. All right. Animals um, love music. I had a cat, Ziggy, who loved soul music. Okay. The Temptations were her favourite. Oh. Yeah. She used to listen to Temptations all day long with me. If That's I put nice. any guitar music, she'd leave the room. Oh, just but, in the soul. Yeah. And, 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 and um, Eric, is, Eric is the first dog I hit up. Serious. Okay. Cool. If I put guitar music on, I'm a big Nirvana fan, as yeah, you know. Don't like it. Not a fan. Gone. Okay. Number ten, Leslie Stevens, Sinner. Graham hates this. I hate this. I don't even know what it is. Uh, it was a song when I was playing my best of track list earlier on, and you went, "This is country. It's not even Americana. This is country. I hate this." Oh yeah, I did hate that. Yeah. Uh, it's a great album, and uh, me and Paul <laughs> like it. Graham, not so much. Uh, it is it, a bit country, but it does go a bit sort of Mazzy Starry, kind of spangly at, at times as well. But clearly the song I chose to put on wasn't of that ilk because um, Graham hated it. If you like country and I say I hate something, you yeah, probably will I mean, love it. Yeah, it's fine. 
you see, because I really don't like country music. Well, I didn't know anything about Leslie Stevens until this. we had a promo with this, and it's really good, and I've listened to it quite a lot this year, and yes. Good. Next. Du, du, du. Number nine, Jamila Woods, Legacy Legacy. Now, you got me into this. This is a rare example of you getting me into some R&B. And Matt Gray got me into it. And, and Matt Gray, that's right. I wouldn't him as uh, R&B either. No, and he did mention it to me as well, and then you bought it. Yeah. Here he is. Oh, got a postie. Is Gandhi now. Interrupt the end of your podcast. He's just doing a podcast, uh, What's Gandhi? your album of the year, Gandhi? Kodak. Kodak, the Kodak photo album of the year. <laughs> Yeah, it's the sort of thing we have to deal with every that's, day in that's, this place. That's a boom-boom. Uh, yeah. um, we'll just carry on. Um, what was it? <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, Jamila Woods. Jamila Woods, yes. A lovely, lovely album. It's really funky. It's really soulful. Um, yeah. It's a lovely album. It's a really she's she's got some really great ideas uh, on this album. It should be too solely for me, but I like I it. I know I, I can't I still haven't quite worked it's out some, why you like it. No, I haven't either. No. There's and you didn't like Anderson Pack. No, I know. Which is a really good pop soul album, which yeah. is much much more popular. Slightly edgier. I don't know. There's just uh, something about it that's got me. I shouldn't like this album, but I do. Great. Yeah. And it's ended up in a lot of people's. So a lot of people. Yeah. It's a creeper. Yeah. It's a little creeper. It is. It kind of, you yeah, sort so of. I, well, it gets I, under I, the skin. I, I, and it's really you lovely. To, to play a DJ thing, and then you love that. And oh, then I love it. You've, got, you've, it. you've gone backwards into the album. Yeah. Thanks, love. Uh, number eight, Billie Eilish, When We All Fall Asleep, something, 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 something. Billie Eilish, a great pop star, probably, well, you know, when you say pop star, aimed at a younger Goth generation. Pop. Well, I think she's just great for teenagers. If I was and a teenager, us. I'd be, oh yeah, I'd be really well, into yeah. Billie Eilish. Well, cause, yeah, because she's... It's, it's the, the music's thing is, fun. If you, if you were like an indie kid in school, you could still like Billie Eilish. If yeah. you were into pop music, you can like Billie Eilish. Yeah. If you were a bit gothy, emo, wear black all the time, Billie yeah. Eilish. If you... Go around drinking Thunderbirds outside of a museum in a yeah. bus stop. Billie Eilish. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a rockhead. Yeah. I think there's a bit of rock to Billie Eilish. Well, if you like... If you're a hip-hop I, head... I, like, put, I was going to say, if you like, like Massive Attack or something, Billie Eilish. I put this on in... Uh, we DJed at the weekend. There was a lot of hip-hop fans in there. And I put this on. Uh, and... Oh, yeah. I've got guests. And it went down really well. Hi, Hi guys. Hi. Welcome. Just doing a little podcast. So we're not talking to ourselves. Just If you yeah. want to check, what's your album of the year? Oh, lovely. King Gizzard. Infest the Rats. What about yourself? No, no, I can't choose. No, oh, right. no, 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 If, you, if anything occurs to you, yeah, just, just, just yell it. Yeah. But Infest the Rats, very good call. Very good. Um, what are we on now? Number seven, The Murder Capital, When I Have Fears. Yeah, I like this. We all like this, and I think because it sounds like lots of other people, but it sounds like them too. Because it's got a bit of cure. It sounds like you two. It does sound like you, you two. Me, you said this to me, yeah. thinking that I would uh, hate you for saying it and yeah. uh, disagree. And I'm like, yep. Yeah, it does. It does sound. The thing that it reminded me of the most is the Unforgettable Fire in Parts, that album. Yeah, I mean, it must have been an influence. I mean, they're well, doubling that. Yeah, they're, I mean, yeah, they're just, totally. I, I guess they, yeah, they probably grew up listening to that. Thanks, Gandhi. Two boys, See you, See you Friday. Bye. Um, right, watch yourself now. Yeah, don't, don't, don't smash up all of our chords. Thanks, Dan. Um, yeah, it sounds like that kind <clears> of... That track uh, that was on your... Early 90s, sort of um, uh, post-punky kind of thing. With a bit of... Um, what's his name? But less... Iffy Clyro. Ooh, do There's a bit of the vocalist. You know that track you were playing earlier? Mm. And that's like one of the best on there. Mm. His vocal on that... 
is 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 a bit really I mean, difficult. But it's good. I, it's I, good. The only reason I questioned your uh, influence there is because earlier in this podcast series, you had no idea who Biffy Clyro was or whether it was a band or a man. That's true. Is that? Is he got a beard? Yes. I think I'm talking about the right person. Okay, good. It's either Biffy Clyro or, or Billy Idol. Billy Idol, yeah, <laughs> or Billy Piper. Yeah. A kind of a mixture of those three things. Number six, Grace Lightman, Silver Eater. This is very underrated, I think. This has not appeared in a lot of things, but this no, is I'm not sure, high up yeah. in my top ten. This was one of those ones where uh, a rep of mine kind of went, you might like this, and here is the write-up. And, and then we looked at a video and we're like, this is great, I like this song. Yeah. And then we got the album, and the album's great. And then I saw it soon, and she was great, even though it was a really weird room and weird crowd. And it's great. Pop, electro-pop. Yeah, really something catchy like some kind of weird um, concept album about uh, looking at Earth and humans through the eyes of aliens or something. Yeah. And I got in a photo booth on the weekend to have a photo for Rough Trade and she was on the outside. Was that in Bristol? Uh, her photo, not her. She wasn't <laughs> she was just just attached just to the outside of the photo booth. Yeah, in Bristol. Yeah, cool. And she was, she'd been in there. So she, yeah, okay. Oh, so you want to Bristol, see eight, you want to Rough Trade Bristol know about her then? Yeah, but, uh, no yeah. Else. You want to see eight of us trying to get in that... In yeah, we managed to get six in for the poply party on Saturday in the oh. pub, and that was a struggle. Yeah, this was. Uh, <laughs> number five, Lizzo, because I love you. Yes, I love you too, man. Uh, our friend Matt, who was a previous guest on the show, came in earlier on, and I said, "Have you had the? Have you bought the Lizzo album?" And he said, "No," and we laughed at him. Yeah. And then we put the thirty track seconds on, on, and he bought it. Yeah, within yeah. before I think before she stopped started singing even. Uh, she had on that one, it's the oh, other yeah. one. And then, and then he went, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll relate get to that. that yeah. Yeah. So we bought yeah. that, because yeah. we had it in stock, uh, straight away, and yeah. loved it. And uh, It's a great pop like album. A happy man. It's a great, great pop album. Cause and I then we it. asked him if he had a different thing that is yeah. yet to come, and then he, he bought that before, yeah. Hopefully he's, his wife doesn't listen to this. Good point. <laughs> She won't. No one listens to this. Number four, Ezra Furman, 12 Nudes. This was one that was in all three of our top 50s. Yeah, he's good. There's not many of them, actually. Punky, fun, pop. Yeah. I mean, I've liked him for a little bit, but lots of people don't like this album because he's kind of shouting through most of it and it's a bit kind of abrasive, but I liked it for that. I like punk music as well. some tunes on it as well, even though he's yelling. You might have to get over the kind of whole shouting bit, but... It's just a really good album. I didn't think you shouted that much. No, well, I think compared to his other albums, oh, he's a bit okay. more singing on the other albums. So yeah. this is properly his punk album. It's a good punk album. It is. Yeah. Get it. Another yes. good punk album. Number three, Potty Mouth, Snafu. This is a great punk album. If you like your Nirvana, I think this is, you know, this is why yeah, this is... it's quite Nirvana, isn't it? Well, it reminds me of Kurt Cobain's songwriting and stuff like that. Pop and yeah. riffs and tearing. Tearing? Yeah. Got to get it in. Got to say, Terry. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I suppose it is. That's kind yeah. of a grunge thing. I, I, the first time I heard it, I was like, "Oh, this is like the Donners," which is a bit of a sort of obvious comparison because you know, all girl punk, whatever. Yeah. But um, it, it, that Donners album, I put on every now and again, and it just makes me happy because it's just like this a makes probably driving party album. Tearing party album. Tearing party. I meant literally driving. Oh like, right, I like, see. Like down the freeway, yeah. roof down kind of thing. Not tearing your own clothes off. No. All oh, right. Okay. Is that driving? No, that's tearing. Right. Uh, but it's fun. It's fun. It's, yeah. it's the one I put on to make me smile. Yes. And laugh. Good. And enjoy. Number two, Jenny Lewis on the line. That's not in yours, is it? No. <laughs> no. Well, my, it was about number three in mine and number one in Paul's, so uh, they, it ended up high up. 
Uh, Jane Lewis used to be in Rilo Kiley. And I like Rilo Kiley. Yeah. They did one of my favourite songs um, a few years ago. Does what? He Love You? Right, which album's that off? That's yep. a good question. <laughs> Is there an album called Something Adventurous? Yes. Mainly more adventurous? adventurous mostly adventurous? Mainly adventurous? I more think it's on that. I'd say more adventurous. Black cover with little green things on yeah, it. Yeah, I've got yes. that. That's the only album I own by them. Because I played you um, the second album. Um, That's uh, right. uh, what's it called? Uh, Execution of All Things? Or was okay. that the song? Don't anyway, know. you really like that. I like that as well. But um, uh, this is. Yeah, yeah mostly adventurous sort of, wasn't a very good album. As far as I, there was a so single I, that was all right, and yeah. then and but there was that one track, "Does He Love You," yeah. which was absolutely stunning. But oh, I really like this album. I'm it's, glad. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> 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 it's 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 grown up singer songwriter, I suppose. I'm I mean, not it's, grown it's, up. It's, no, you're not a grown up. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, it's great. No, and, and a lot uh, of people have really dug this. No, I didn't mind it. I'm only messing. It's not just something. I probably wouldn't. It's not one of my go-to things. No, it's not your style of thing. I like hip hop and punk. So hip hop punk. <laughs> Speaking of which, little Sims grey area. Number one, little Sims grey yeah. area. Number one. You in, just said that. <laughs> number one in, in my top fifty. Number one in your top fifty. Yeah, this is the best album of the year. Yeah, by quite a long way. Although every other album is very close to each other, Little Sims is absolutely deserving of number one this year. Fair enough. I had no, I had no question. Yeah, cheers. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I've, I've been sorry. playing this album since it came out. Yeah. Non-stop. Yeah, it's definitely one of the... Danny yeah, Brown comes over for tea, you know, but... Uh, Little Sims is just, just here already. Yeah. Little Sims is very, very infrequently away if from... If you haven't there. heard it, a uh, female uh, rapper from Bristol... Um, and I think we've said this a million times on each podcast, but it's that kind of live sound yeah. to it. It's not all... There's, there's some great like little sounds on the album and little yeah. weird things here and there, but it, it just sounds like a kind of band playing... A band playing. So there's so it, it makes you think of Rage Against the Machine because it's, it's quite a rock album. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's like a sort of... Yeah, it's punk hip-hop album. It's a dirty grime album in places. Yeah. It's, it's really hip-hop. It's really... But then produced... Well, not overproduced, not yeah, signed, not over, just yeah, produced just, really well. It's and, just... and, and Little Sims, as a, as, as a star, and if you saw her on Jules Holland, she is just charisma. She is uh, th- a triple threat, they call her. And then it's, you know, why, it's... why didn't we get that gig? Is it because we're idiots? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We didn't pull our finger out. No, we didn't really. We, we, were we didn't pull our finger out. Now we won't get, ever get to see her now. because <laughs> no, she'd be in the motor point arena and I refuse yeah. to go. yeah. But yeah. it is absolutely amazing. Everyone I, we play a tune to it off buys it immediately. Yeah, it's not. It, it wouldn't normally be in the best-selling albums that I've heard, this kind of thing. But when people walk in, they go, "What should we buy?" We just play them that. They buy it. Yeah, it's rock. It's hip hop. It's pop. It's it's funk. It's soul. It's yeah. It's all everything. Yeah, it, everything. it is literally diverse music. <laughs> it is. It is quite. Yeah, it couldn't. It had to be. Yeah, it'd be Little Sims. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. And uh, so that is our number one album of the year. But we've also got a little um, reissues uh, sort of chart, I suppose. Um, do you want to briefly run through Should we run, run through them quick? We'll do it really quickly. Yeah. All right, give me a tune. Ha! <laughs> number 15, <laughs> Dropping Gristle. Uh, <laughs> DOA. I'll do it quick, number two. Ha! 
Uh, like the 20 seconds, Throbbing Gristle, tell me about it. Oh, Throbbing Gristle, uh, DOA, DOA, the third and final report. It's neither their third album nor their final album. <laughs> it's their second album. Uh, and it's just uh, industrial noise and it's wonderful. Great. There. Number 14, Pinback, Summer in Abaddon. Probably no one's ever heard of it. Untouch and Go. Wicked. It's kind of, uh, well, I suppose emo from my era. but um, I've never heard of them and you played it to me and I didn't think it was emo. No, well, I, I loved it. Yeah, no, oh, it's a really good album. It, yeah. Well, it's emo in the sense of what I called emo when I was in university, like Sunny Day Real Estate and, and that sure. kind of emo y. But that, that kind of chilled out y, post hardcore y. Because it's not punk punk. It's it's uh, it's almost like. I, I, I knew the name and I'd heard <coughs> songs this about them years ago and I uh, took a punt on it and it was great. Slint with pop songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try that that's out for an answer. That's yeah. a description I would say. Because it's a bit mathy, but not yeah. over, not yeah. complicated. Yeah. Not, like, yeah. Memorable so, tunes yeah. and hooks. Yeah. And not, short, not long, long pop, songs. Poppy Slint's fairly emo. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Poppy Slint is emo. Yeah, I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> 13, uh, Dukes of Stratosphere, which is Ecstasy, 15 o'clock. 25 o'clock. That's it. Um, yeah. Just, just literally read that. Yeah, and, and said 15 o'clock. And I said 15 o'clock. Dukes of Stratosphere is XTC, are XTC, whatever. Um, and uh, they were 80s albums where XTC decided to do a pretend psychedelic band from the 60s Makes and sense. make music as if they were those bands. And uh, Psychic Sunspot's the other album. They're both incredibly good albums. Um, as a lot of XTC stuff is in the 80s. But these are particularly good. They may be their best albums, which is funny, really, when you think about them, releasing them as the Dukes of the Stratosphere. Yeah. Um, but they're wonderful. And if you like psych pop and you like 80s pop, um, it's, it's just tremendous. Yeah. Like- 12. Hefner. Fidelity Years. This is mainly my choice. Yes. Um, but uh, wonky vocalist, indie 90s songs. I think I described them as pulpesque uh, back when it came out. Uh, songs about being, I don't know, weirdly British and awkward and indie, and uh, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're just, they're, they're, it's just amazing. I'd love Hefner. Yeah, good, good album. Uh, uh, Eleven, uh, Sirius Gainsbourg. Oh, arms, etc. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, um, it's um, a reggae album by yes. Serge. Yeah, it's a strange one to be in our top. It is a strange <laughs> one. Paul was big on this because uh, yeah, I played him to it. I played him this. I said, "Oh, I'll bring that in for you," because we do like a bit of reggae in here now and again. And um, I said, "Oh, Serge's reggae album that is," and he said, "No, we didn't do a reggae album." I said, "Yes, he did," and he loved it, and he hadn't stopped playing it since, yeah, which no, is yeah. yeah, which is great. So yeah, it's a great, it's a great fun. Um, French reggae album. It's just it's hard to explain anything better than that. It's just lovely. Uh, number uh, ten, uh, the Cardigans, Long Gone Before Daylight. Lovely album. It is a lovely album. It's, it's not the one I'd chosen. Uh, no, it's the one I chose. I was doing a poster. Yeah, because um, uh, it's the more country album. That's probably. the more country album. I own it. It's, it's a really uh, like it's a, if, if you like the Cardigans in the. Um, What's it called? First Band, The Moon, Emmerdale, that, that yeah. twee pop kind of thing. It's nothing like that. No. If you like them um, in the latter day <coughs> MTV years, also nothing like that. No. It's like the medium middle album, which is a kind of lights off, listen to it with candles on, chilled out. Eggsy sort loves of this love song. Uh, well, he's got good taste. Eggsy turned me on to the this band. Record. Don't like it. I don't know. They don't play in the songs live. No, I don't particularly like um, it. It's, it's one of their albums, but it's a nice chill out album. I, I, I love this album. It's the album. I, I, there's, when you've got loads and loads of records or, or albums or whatever, and you've got a massive choice of things, sometimes there aren't. You don't go back to things all the time. You want to keep them. You have yeah. a new collection. You like the album, 
But this is just it's one a, of those it's ones a I, I dig out. Yeah, yeah, CD every now and again. I'm just in the mood to listen to this. Likewise for me with the Cardigans, Super Extra Gravity. Yeah, okay. I've returned to a fair bit. And all of those albums uh, were reissued. So yeah. uh, whichever is your favourite Cardigans album, you can you probably can buy it if it's in stock. Yeah. Um, uh, number nine, yeah. Madonna Madonna. Oh, number nine. Now, number if you listen nine. to this, if you're a regular listener, you'll know that me and Graham like <laughs> 80s pop music and Madonna. Yeah. And we quite often cite... True Blue uh, as the greatest pop album ever made, yeah. uh, rightly so. Um, but somehow we sort of forgot this existed. Like, I just never. We I'm of, just we too. Did. We're too young. Well, yeah, I do. Yeah, we're too young at the time. For me, the, Madonna the, starts the, with a, like a, a virgin. The that's that's on, the first album on, on um, uh, Immaculate Collection. On, so, yeah. I like you've, you've listened to that because yeah. it's the greatest greatest hits ever. Uh, it is. And. Um, and you sort of forget that Lucky Star and Borderline and stuff are on, the on first an actual album. album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we, we haven't really seen it. We don't see it second hand. No. We haven't, it hasn't been reissued. And this has come out on Clear Vinyl, is it? Clear Vinyl. Yeah. yeah. All this and, stuff's uh, on Clear Vinyl. It's at bloody moment. brilliant. It is a great, it's a great 80s pop album. Yeah. It's it's almost as well, it's, I've got Nile Rogers. I can't remember who produces it. So it's, a, it's I've got quite the finesse of like a virgin. Or True Blue. Or so he, said, he, he thought it sounded a bit more nervous, as in her voice wasn't as strong, uh, because it's good, which I can see. I think, she's, I think she still... sounds like a great pop star on this one. Well, yeah, you, totally. you know, she's re- fully formed pop star Madonna. But the production's not quite as good as her later records, but there's something there's something punky about it. Songs are just, just great. The songs are great, but you know, it's, just, it's just fully fun. Yeah. It's just great. Yeah. You know, it's, it's what you want... Intermediate music. It probably sounds more immediate than Like a Virgin sounds today. Yeah. And although Like a Virgin's a great album. Yeah. This is a this is a really immediate sounding boosh. Yeah. Get on the dance floor. Number eight. David Bowie, Space Oddity. Wonderful. And specifically this the, remaster. Yeah, so Tony Visconti has remast remixed, in fact, remixed, the okay. um album. So it's a very different listening experience. He turned down Space Oddity in the first place. Uh, the song. Yeah. He didn't produce it. Gus Dudgeon did. Elton John's produced because he said it was a novelty song and he didn't want to do it. <laughs> so I thought the idea of him going back and remixing that song in particular was quite strange, since he he slagged it off immediately <laughs> uh, the first time. Um, but he's done a good job. He's added conversation piece, which was taken off the album and used as the B side. It was not on the original album, but that's it back in its place. Um, and uh, do you know what? He's done a really good, interesting job. It's like a different album. Normally, okay. I retrospective remixes. I'm not going for it, but this is really good. And uh, following on from that, number seven, Aria Monster, which is also a I've not heard re, uh, the, yeah, the, mixed job yeah. um, from the original Scotland, uh, and it's really different. Um, if you know the album, it's kind of drenched in reverb and guitar effects, and the, the vocals are kind of buried a little bit in the mix and quite sort of mumbly, and and they've just got rid of all of that. It's just they've Crazy. taken out all the effects and put the vocals to the front and. I mean, some of those songs sound totally way different. different I mean, there's bits of little guitar licks and things in uh, What's the Frequency Kenneth that just aren't there. That are like almost that like you 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 sing along to, like you you like making the noises of the guitar, and then you're like, oh, this that didn't happen. Oh, that's, okay. I haven't heard it yet. I'm gonna but have it's to. A, have it's a, a double album with the original album in it and yeah. the the remix <coughs> album in it, so it's well worth it. It's I don't know twenty odd quid. What is it? Twenty four pound for that's the double a album. That's <laughs> Number six, Love for Sale, another one that's been Re- played about with. Yeah, it's, this is the, oh God, I can't remember now. Is this the original Arthur Lee mixes? 
I think the record yeah, company so. psychedelicized the Good for word. sale. Good, isn't it? Um, um, for sale for its release in 1969? 69? 69, yeah, 69. It's, it was an anniversary. Yeah. Um, it was the anniversary of this. Um, and um, they just put lots of echo and change it. And honestly, now the Arthur Lee mix is raw and stripped out. Yeah, really great. Great, great album for sale. Yeah. Get it. Uh, Five, crass, penis envy. <laughs> what can you say? Yeah. Crass. You should have already bought it. Yeah, crass, penis envy is one of the best albums ever made, basically. I didn't, I, I mean, I knew stuff about crass. I didn't know much about crass's music, if that makes sense. I was aware of them. I could probably draw you the logo. But I, mm. uh, I hadn't really listened to them because I thought they were just going to be agit punk nonsense that didn't have any tunes. Um, and arguably that's kind of true on sort of a lot of the albums. Yeah. Um, but uh, Penis Envy has two female vocalists. Who are in the band on other albums, but don't generally sing as much as they do on this. This is all their vocals yes. on every track. And it just changes the whole dynamic. Oh, of, wonderful. Of the, of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, so if you want to know where, you know, you've got, I don't know, people like Potty Mouth and, 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 and you know, it comes from... Penis Envy, Crash, Crash album, and the Slits, and and um, the Raincoats. Yeah, so one of my favourite bands. So you know that this this added. To, I wasn't aware of this, so this added to my love of female fronted late seventies punk. punk. Yeah, really. Yeah, um, and it's a wonderful album. Yes. <clears throat> For a tribal quest, Midnight Marauders. Why is Midnight spelt Britishly? Because they're cool. Fair enough. Tribe Quest, probably the coolest band that's ever existed, pretty much. Yeah, they're up there. Yeah. So, so this was the second the album? Third album, third album, I think. Third yeah. Third People's third Travels, third. Low End Theory. Oh, sorry, yes. It's the one after Low End Theory. Then uh, Midnight Marauders. Yeah, so they did two of their, I mean, two of the best albums I've ever heard on the trot. Low End Theory and this. Yeah. Midnight Marauders. And Low End Theory, you just can't seem to get. They've got to bring that out, because that's just a wonderful album. That could be my favourite hip-hop album of all time. Yeah. Low Fair End enough. Theory. Mine might be Three Behind Rising, which is wonderful. A, a, a very same close time, to, same yeah. people, same yeah. guests, same everything. Yeah, really. same, yeah, it's very close. Crowd. They're both they're both up there for me. But Midnight Marauders is amazing. Yeah, really is. Yeah, it's just great yeah, hip hop. If you like, if you like cool, funky sample based hip hop, Q Tip is a master. Yeah, get it. Yeah. God bless Fife. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Oasis, definitely, maybe. <laughs> well, what can you say? It is the opposite of Tricor Quest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing is, um, uh, it never sounded good on vinyl. I think we've said in the past. Yeah. It was mastered for CD. It was mastered for jukeboxes. Jukeboxes, so it would be really loud. Um, uh, well, Oasis, yeah, so I was just saying yeah. it sounds great. Uh, it and does and sound silver great. vinyl uh, sounds great. We've got the, one silver vinyl left. The black one we got, is that the remastered one as well or not? Yes. That okay. would be as good. But we have one limited edition silver yeah. vinyl left. First come, first served. First come, first served. <laughs> Number two, the Beatles Abbey Road. Why oh, making a noise? Oh, that's a bit weird. Oh, it's because the internet's gone down and it's freaked out. Oh, freaked. That's our chart um, scanning machine. So if you buy things from here, you can actually put it in the chart. Uh, so just ignore that until it uh, sorts itself out. Uh, the Beatles. Well, tell us about the Beatles, Gray, if, uh, if our listeners don't know anything about them. They're all right. Yeah. I've I've spent the last oh let me just say this. I've spent the last week and a half listening to all the Beatles albums out of order. Out of order. Yeah, you know, not chronologically. Okay. Just to see if they're all really good. 
Okay. Right. And I can report now because I finished yesterday yeah. with a yeah. Let It Be and Abbey Road. Um, out of order. Um, <laughs> but you finished with the last two. But I, they, I haven't got them on CD. Okay. I got the mono box set and there's, right. they're the two that yeah, weren't in mono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see. So I had to, so I did let it be then Abbey Road, which is out Just of sync. Out of principle. Yeah, which is out of sync to the way they were released, but, but not, not out of the sync to the way they were recorded. Cor- correct. And I can report that all the Beatles albums are really good. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's fair. So if you didn't know the Beatles were really good, or if you hadn't heard of the Beatles, um, you'd now have you've, you've got proof that they're really good. Graham says they're yeah. good. I mean, I don't know whether they need this kind of exposure from our like Probably best not. listening podcast thing. I tell you um, what, though, but... Abbey Road, which was the last one I played, is great. Okay, that is great. That's in the that's in the chat, right? This is what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that is a great album. All right, it's a fantastic album. <laughs> it's a brilliant album. It's a Great do you want to rate now you've listened to them all and uh, yeah. refresh your memory? Do you want to go run down the Beatles albums in order of how good they are? No. Okay. Uh, number one, Super Fury Animals Gorilla. Wonderful. I just it's just wonderful. It's a wonderful pressing. It's a wonderful album. It sounds better on vinyl than it did ever on a CD. On CD, it always sounded quite. Um, you know, for the digital age, it made sense. But I, I, I love how uh, did it come out on vinyl? Originally. It would have, yeah, yeah, it would have, but it'd be rocking rare as rocking all shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, it will be as limited as this, actually, because this has got a pop up cover. Yeah. It actually has the Sitson Band, which is one of their best songs on, on uh, they've ever done. Um, and I probably fanboyed out with Kian the other night, and he was telling me all about how he recorded it. And, and I was going, really? Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is a great song, The Citizens Band, and it's a secret track on there, but you'll have to work out how you play that. I won't spoil oh, it for you. I won't spoil that for you. But it's a cracking album from 1999. I saw them this year uh, supporting the Mannix on New Year's Eve as the 2000 came, and I expected m- planes to be falling out the sky and computers to be molesting me, and yeah, it didn't happen. That's why I chose to be in a Golden Harvest pub, because that's a bit like a kind of nuclear bunker. It is. Uh, I chose to be in the uh, International Stadium in Cardiff. Yeah, which is still there, whereas the Golden Harvest pub is now a Tesco. See? Mm. See, if you yeah. stay there long enough, you could have got um, your Tesco meal deal, 10 quid. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's 30 albums you should own. And if you don't, you've done 2019 wrong. Yeah, if you haven't got any of those albums... Oh, you've definitely done it wrong, yeah. Check yourself. yeah. Check, so, um, I, well, I, yeah, we probably won't do another podcast now until the new year. No. Um, so, so, Merry Christmas yeah. and Happy New Year. Have a great time with your families and your presents and the things you buy. And Jesus. And, yeah. And, and church uh, and singing. Selection boxes. Carols. More common um, wise. Yeah. Trees. Um, the, the Queen. Queen speech. Um, EastEnders. Uh, uh, Being depressing. Chocolates off trees. Trees. Yeah. Baubles. Children crying because they didn't get what they wanted. Bits of tinsel stuck in the carpet. Yeah. Uh, Needles. Needles for the rest of the year. Uh, Veg that you wouldn't ever eat apart from just on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, Nut roasts. Yeah. And or... Lots of booze. Yeah, booze. Uh, And if you so so desire, smash a load of drugs in your head. (laughs) It's the holidays. At about 11am Christmas Day, just before you sit down with your family. (laughs) Yeah. Um, just to take the edge off. Yes. Um, it's a very, very stressful time of the year. Exactly. Um, so if, if you can't deal with it, but do that. 
Yeah, like Graham said. Take your cl- take um, his clothes off at Christmas dinner. Yeah, yeah. That should um, that should settle everyone down. Yeah. You know they say that if you're doing a speech and you've got an audience and you're nervous to imagine everybody in front of you naked. Well, if you take all your clothes off, then it, it calms everybody down. Then everyone yeah. gets less stressed. Yeah, yeah. Like you do now. Like yeah, you are exactly. Much but less I can't stressed. Do this if you're yeah. naked. You wouldn't be able to um, look me in the eye, would you? I wouldn't. Yeah, all three of them. Yeah, went for that. Uh, anyway, on that note, um, bye. Merry Christmas. See you in the new year. See you in 2020. Uh- if you like this podcast, please tell your mates about it, share it, post it online, go on iTunes and give us a five-star review. All of those things help. I know we do this for a laugh, but the more people that hear it, the more it seems kind of worthwhile. Thank you. Diverse Final Podcast is brought to you by Diverse Final, hosted by Matt Jarrett and Graham LeBear, and the theme tune is written by Choir Marauder.